one man has changed the world. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn, FamityFamily.com's transformational man cave where we encourage males to crush effeminacy and aspire to domestic excellence. We're so grateful that you are present with us today. And as you heard in the tagline, this messianic rally is to really encourage males to know the impact that one man can have. The title here, Power of One Man. And everybody heard the title, One Man Has Changed the World. Everybody would automatically assume we're talking about Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And yes, he is a man that has changed the world. But today we're talking about Noah. Genesis 6 verse 8 teaches us that Noah found grace in Yahweh Elohim or God's eyes. And that is in the context of Yahweh committing himself to global genocide. He had given up on mortals, he had given up on the human race because of the corruption that he saw. It said that he looked all around the world and he could not find the people had generally forsaken his ways. They had turned their back on him and mortals were so stubborn for destruction, so stubborn for idolatry and this is one of the things or the main thing that genesis 6 teaches us led god to change his mind on mankind or man unkind in that context man, man was not being very kind to god was not being very considerate of god and it said here in Noah 6 that god had made up his mind he was going to wipe out mankind he has given up and he says here but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. It didn't say Noah and a bunch of people. It said Noah, one man, not even his family, not even his wife, not even his kids found grace in God's eyes. It just said Noah found grace in God's eyes. And grace here means in the Hebrew context, mercy, kindness, pleasantness, approval and favor. So it's not just that God was sorry for Noah, but God approved Noah. There was something about Noah's lifestyle as a man that God could find pleasant and approval, approving. And mortals here, what we find in the general uh, trend of that planet, of the planet at that time of Noah, was that mortals were seeking divine opposition. We were crafty in divine opposition. And it went even to the point where mortal man mated with angelic or spiritual beings. And it said that there was a race of humans that were gigantic, huge humans. And there is a book called Enoch. It's not a canonized book. However, it speaks to some of the things that happened in that time from Enoch's point of view. Enoch is one of the men in the, in, in the book of Genesis. So the point here is that man, the general trend of mankind was one of opposing Christ, opposing Yahweh Elohim, the father of Christ, to the point where they would meet with spiritual beings. And man was seeking to oppose the divine being God, while God was seeking to approve of man. At the same time when man is opposing God, God is seeking to find a man who he can be pleased with. Mortals were seeking divine opposition, whilst Yahweh was seeking mar mortal appreciation. So whilst mortals are stubborn for our destruction 
in a fallen state. Yahweh is stubborn for our salvation because he was searching for a man whom he could approve of. And Noah was that one man of the whatever amount of people it was on the planet at that time. One man found grace in God's eyes. Now, apart from Noah, there are other times during mortals, during our mortal existence, as the Bible teaches, that other men, and we're here now talking apart from Jesus Christ, other men found were, were instrumental and were able to intervene on behalf of their families. Abraham was another one man, if you call it that, to intervene on behalf of his nephew, Lot. And what he did, <clears throat> it, he ensured that at least two nations, Moab and Ammon, the Ammonite nation, could survive. Lot had moved out and he had lived, he lived in a, a, a city, a village called Gomorrah and it was an, always twinned with Sodom and it was seen as a place of, of affluence and it was very rich, wealthy. And it was a place that was sexually immoral as well. And if you continue after the break, we'll continue on this story. Join the Family Institute today and learn how to make better life choices by cultivating a godly mindset in our Messianic Mentorship Programs. All programs are $120 per person monthly, with personal sessions, $100 for individuals, and $200 for family. We look forward to have you join the conversation at famtfamily.com. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn, continuing on this rally of the power of one man. Thank you for being present with us. We ended the previous segment on the topic of Abraham and his ability to influence the outcome of his family line in a very, very dramatic way. We spoke earlier about Noah and how he changed, according to the biblical narrative, the outcome of the entire human race by being the one man on the planet with whom God could find approval at a time when all the rest of mankind, as we would say here, was really brazenly opposing God. And we continued with Abraham at the point where Lot, his nephew, had left Abraham's company and he moved into a very, very promiscuous town and they... There, the judgment of God was on that town and God was on his way with two angels, the, the biblical narrative teaches, to destroy the town in which Lot was. Lot would have been wiped out of the face of the planet if Abraham did not intervene on his behalf. We also see, and then from that narrative, we know that at least two nations were saved, the Moabite nation and the Ammonite nation, who came out of Lot's, unfortunately, incestuous incestuous if that's the word relationship with his daughters but at the end of the day two nations at least were saved because abraham intervened to save lot his nephew 
And we know the importance of the Moabites because the Moabite nation is who Ruth came from. Ruth is the grandmother for David. David is the great, 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 whatever, how many greats, grandfather of Christ himself. So we see the importance of Abram's intervention on Lot's behalf. The third human, here again, we could, everybody normally thinks when we speak of one man who changed the world, it's always Christ. Here we're seeing at least three people here. We have Noah, we have Abraham, and now we have the story of Moses, who was another man who was very impactful, empowered by the Holy Spirit, empowered by Christ himself to impact his family's outcomes by intervening on their behalf. Moses, it here the Bible teaches, intervened when Yahweh was going to destroy the Eberite, the Hebrew nation, they fell again into idolatry, into turning their backs on Yahweh Elohim, on the Father of Christ. And Yahweh said, hey, you know what, Moses, I can still accomplish the Abraham, the covenant I made with your forefather Abraham through you. I don't need to put up with this rubbish from these people who constantly seek to turn their back on me and disrespect me. And God is in his right to do that. He would continue with Moses. That's his proposal to Moses. Moses says, hey, um, how is this going to look? The Egyptians and the people who you, who you saved us from are going to say, their God rescued them and he could not carry them to the promised land. And he destroyed them and gave up on them. Moses made a very, very good point to, to Yahweh. And it says he repented. Yahweh repented of what he was going to do. And he saved the Hebrew race again because of Moses' intervention. He didn't say Moses and a bunch of people. It says Moses intervened and Yahweh changed his mind. And he continued to persist with the Hebrew, the Hebrew race to carry out the Abrahamic covenant through them. Each of these points, it didn't say a man and company. It said one man, a person intervened and and had significant and that intervention had significant impact on people's lives a messianic man is called to be that one man his family is Noah he's called to be his family's Abraham his family's Moses this man can find favor favor with Yahweh that changes his family's fate even when nobody else even the rest of persons that may be in your family even when they are not with you we don't need company we, a company is better. It says a three, Proverbs teaches that a three-card strand is stronger than a one-card strand. But with the Holy Spirit, as our pastor here says at the church we attend, Ark International Ministry, that one and God and one is the majority. So yes, it's always good to have human company, but with the Holy Spirit, with Christ, Christ is another human. He is a man. And with Christ and you, you are the majority. And each, each of these men acted uh, in isolation of another human, if you call it that, but with the power of God. That's who a messianic man is. A man that is God-powered. A man that's powered by love. And that man acting can change the, the, the fate of his family. He can find favor with God. He can get God to change his mind about decisions that he has made. Noah actually means rest. That's what the name means in Hebrew, according to the Strong's Dictionary. And so, a man operating under a rest-filled identity is a game changer. Now, we have some more of this information. 
that we can share with you when you become a part of our FAMT family by going to famtfamily.com, signing up for messianic, messianic programs on our website. We also encourage you, if you have disagreements with what we have said or if you have support, be a part of our FAMT Facebook family at FAMT Strong and you can continue the discussion there. If you are part of the Anchor family, if you're on this platform, you can give us a call in at the various means on Anchor. You can also email us if you have, if you want to contact us for further information, if you want us to be able to reach out to your particular family, etc. You can contact us at connect at familyfamily.com and you can share your views, share your interests with us there as well. If you have our WhatsApp information, those of you who do, you can also WhatsApp your questions, etc. to us there. But our ultimate thing is for you to be a part of our family family. Go to familyfamily.com, register for messianic programs there. Lincoln encouraging you to have a great day crushing effeminacy and militaracy. Share this with your family and friends. Share this with a man or a manliness supporter who may feel isolated, who may feel that, hey, I am just one person. I cannot have any impact. We have already given you three examples of men who impacted the world by being even in the isolation of anybody else. We have seen other great men that have changed the world in a in a in a worldly way. I guess you've had people like Bob Marley, had uh, Marcus Garvey, and people like that that have changed the world in their way, changed significant aspects of the world. And you know, Mahatma Gandhi and these people that did this in a very isolated way and you can see that one man can have great power you can have a man who can have great power in a negative way Adolf Hitler being a man who can change uh, who can have negative impact on the world by being by in your in, in by being someone who committed himself to the destruction of the Hebrew race uh, so man can have impact being by yourself doesn't mean that you are weak and we encourage you to understand though that we can have impact in a positive way with the Holy Spirit. We're encouraging you to have a great day crushing effeminacy and be nuclear. What can one man do with divine motivation? That one man can change an entire nation, yanking them from the brink of extermination or tipping them over deep in utter condemnation. We celebrate many holidays, not reflecting on what makes them sacred. Yet many mortals repeatedly bled and made great sacrifice, some to promote death and others' life. Nazis still celebrate Hitler's birth on April 20th, the same day as the Hebrew Passover to quit slavery and death. One day with two diametrically contrasting meanings each fueled by mortals living purpose-driven. Your days can be idle, but those days not reserved for love's disciples those possessed with the divine purpose of love. That one man birthed from above made his father's mission his obsession. And that man's obsession changed the whole global nation, yanking those who trust him from the brink of extermination. 
This love-filled celestial mortal brought to primal mortals salvation, showing what one man can do with divine motivation. And now every day is his holy day to which he extends his eternal invitation. someone you know are interested in buying, selling, or investing in real estate in Naples, Florida. Give Rashid Wellesley a call at 239-207-2955. That's 239-207-2955.